Are you ready to build a life full of freedom, impact, and legacy? Here I share all the things to get your mindset right to show up as your best self in your everyday and in your online business. Grab your favorite snack and let's build your blueprint. This is the Inspire Blueprint Podcast with Tatiana Muse. Let's go. The freedom of entrepreneurship. (laughs) It is a topic that I'm really excited to talk about today. I'm so passionate about people doing things that they love and even the fact of going full time, having something of your own on the side, it gives this freedom. And I want to lend this from a perspective of someone who's been doing entrepreneurship for what feels like a decade, but at least the last seven or eight years, and being full-time with my business for almost a year. I'm coming up on a year, y'all. Wow. I'll have to tell that story a lot more in depth at some point. But the biggest thing with the freedom piece is that It's from so many different sides. It's not like it's just because, oh, I get to work for myself. Oh, you know, I don't have to answer to nobody. I can be my own boss. I mean, you know, that's part of it. But there's so many other aspects that I really didn't even realize until I became full-time. And I got a chance to see just how many options there really are out there for us and how there's so much potential to grow and, you know, make money. And really, there's no limit to what we can do, honestly. It's limitless. So let's talk about this. But before we get into it, really quickly, I would love for you to leave a review. Let me know how you are loving the Inspire Blueprint podcast. It means absolutely the world to read what you have to say, how you're feeling about everything. And it really helps for this podcast to get heard by others as well that need to hear these messages and things that I'm talking about on here. I would truly appreciate it. So the first thing I would say is if you are considering wanting to be full-time in entrepreneurship or you're wanting to start a side hustle, I think in this aspect, it's going to go hand in hand because regardless, you're going to need a why. You have to have a reason behind why you're pursuing these things because they both take a level of sacrifice and discipline and a lot of hard work. And when you are adding it on to what you already have going on, especially if you're wanting it to be a side hustle, so now you're adding it into the mix of you also working full time. Or even if it is full time, now this is your thing where like, okay, my eggs are kind of to a certain extent in this basket, even if you have multiple things going on, multiple streams, but you may have this one main thing and that in itself takes this whole level of sacrifice. And so the why for me has always been, especially within this last year, is to create a different option for my daughter. You know, I ended up with so much student loan debt coming out of college for a degree that, quite frankly, I'm not really using. You know, most of the things I've learned have been after leaving college. I definitely have taken some of the things away, especially from like the marketing aspects and all of that. But I want her to, if she decides to go to college, for it to be paid for. Or if she wants to start her own business, I can help start that or just to set her up for life so that she doesn't already feel behind. I just will never forget how heavy it felt for me 
after I graduated is supposed to be this exciting time. And, you know, you're supposed to be getting into your dream career, this thing you've been thinking about for the last four years or however long you've been in college. And then you get out into the real world and you realize that, oh, this is not really this is not really it. This is not what I expected. And that's what happened for me. So I don't want that shock for her. I want her to feel like we planned. And it's not to even say anything against my own parents or anything like that, because I think that, you know, when you know better, you do better. And they didn't know. And so it's always interesting. I was one of the first people in my family to go to college. So of course they had no idea how to prepare for that and know what to do. But now that I have been through that, I want that for her. And it's not even just so much college, but just in general to show her an example of what it can be like for you to do what you want to do, not have to live by society's rules, and to see that there really are so many options out there for her if she wants to take them. So that's a little bit of the why. There's so many aspects of it, but I feel like she has been the biggest part for me, the biggest driving factor, and the thing that keeps me coming back even when I feel like I want to give up because it's so much work sometimes. And sometimes I just don't want to do it. You know, that's just the reality of it. And having that why is important. And to some people, you know, maybe it might seem kind of fluffy. I was actually reading a part out of Maddie James' book, Everyday Magic, and she's talking about the why. It's in the first chapter. And she was saying how your why should really be your GPS in a way. Like, it is your journey, you know? It's it's taking you to where you need to go. It's not necessarily a destination because it's something that you're always going to be pursuing no matter what as you go through your life. But I loved that perspective because our why really is what leads us to make the decisions we make, um, to do the things that we do. Our why is what keeps us going when it gets tough, when there are times when you're like, okay, why am I doing this again? You know, like there's that question, why? And so I ask you, if you are considering starting your own business on the side, you're wanting to leave your job and be full-time, whatever the case is, why do you really want that? And it's so much more than just, oh, I want to make money. It has to be a connection piece that you can tie to because money is not everything, y'all. And I know you probably have heard it and you probably even know it. I think for some of us, we can feel like we're chasing these dollars out here. But at the end of the day, it's not everything. And I've truly seen that just within my life, you know, it doesn't make us happier. You know, it just can get us more things, but those things don't always lead to happiness. And it just made me think of this meme I saw this been a while ago, but um, the person was on the meme and they were like, I would rather be crying in a BMW than in like a hoopty or something like that. And I don't know why that just made me think of that. That's hilarious. But I want to be comfortable, I guess is all that I'm saying. My goal is to be comfortable where there were parts of my life where I felt like, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be a millionaire, which I'm never talking myself out of those blessings. But I think that if we just tie money to everything, it just becomes a lot more pressured for you. And you don't really get to see the freedom of what I'm getting ready to talk about. So really just ask yourself, why do you want this? What 
is it building? What legacy is it leading you to? How will it set up someone else? Who will it impact? What would it mean for your life? How would it change? Just those kind of questions are so important all in the realm of why you want to do this. And so really quickly, um, I've been working pretty much since I could work. So to just tell my story very briefly, I've always worked since I was about 12 years old doing a newspaper route. That was my very first job I ever had. And my mom would drive me around. We would throw the newspapers to people's houses. And I believe it was on Wednesdays. It was like one day out of the week. I know it was after school and they would drop the papers in my driveway and then we would drive around and take it to our the homes on my route. And that was the very first job I had. And then it ended up, I worked at like, I felt like every ice cream place under the sun in and around Macedonia, Ohio, which is where I grew up. And I don't know. I think I always have had this work ethic of just feeling like, okay, I need to be making money. I need to be working. And that has translated all the way to today. But the thing that is so weird is when I was in the last year or so of my job, the job that I left in November of 2021, after I had been working at so many different jobs, I did have a little bit of time off um, around a little bit before I had my daughter. I actually quit the job that I was at because the people was crazy. I'll save that for another story and another day. But that job was crazy. So I ended up leaving because they were stressing me out and I was pregnant and I wasn't trying to deal with that. So I left and then I just started working on my stationary business at the time and working on that. And that was when I decided to start posting videos on YouTube and sharing my journey of growing my stationary business. And so that went on. And about a year after that, I ended up finding the job, the one that I left, which now I'm full-time in my business. And so this job was such a blessing because I had an opportunity to work from home. I was home with my, at the time, one-year-old, and it was just such a great chance for me to bring some income into the house in addition to what I was doing with my stationary business. But it gave me this inside to like, okay, I can be at home. You know, I can kind of be doing my own thing. Like, yes, I got hours. I got things to show up for, things to do. But it was just something I had never experienced before because all my other jobs were always going somewhere. And so that was my first taste of the freedom of just not having to be somewhere, you know, like drive to work and all of that. And that was even before the pandemic. So I had already kind of had a taste of that. But as that was happening, my YouTube channel was also starting to grow and I was also starting to get into business coaching because people have been asking me, oh my gosh, can you help me with my business? You know, I want to start a stationary business too. Oh, I want to talk business with you. Can you help me? Which was not at all what I was trying to do. It was just weird to me, honestly, because I'm like, you know, I'm just sharing what I'm doing. Like I'm figuring it out too. And so it ended up becoming this whole new thing that I had no idea would consume me in the best way. And so it had been about a year or so of that, um, really starting to turn it into a full business. It became what is the Inspired Blueprint today. And I've had group programs and I've worked with so many clients. I've had hundreds of women go through my different programs. But I say all of this to say that this was going on while I was still working this job full time and it was picking up crazy. 
I remember I had filmed a video on my channel about just how overwhelmed I was. And I remember people in the comments were like, you should just leave and all of this stuff. And I was like, no, I can't do that. And there was so many just different things about it that made it difficult to leave because it wasn't the first time I would have left a job to try to do business. This would actually have been the third time. I think there was a lot of fear behind it. And even though it felt so different this time because business coaching and digital products really opened me up to a new level of potential that I never even knew was out there for me in just such a crazy, crazy way. And so it really did not make sense for me to be at this job, y'all. So it was just at the point where I was there because I just felt like I can't leave. Like, I didn't believe that I could make it happen. I didn't believe I could actually work for myself full time. And so I continued working there and being unhappy and feeling tied down. And eventually it got to a point where I was just like, this doesn't make sense. I remember I even had talked to my business coach about it. And I told her, I was like, I'm still at this job. And it just it, it doesn't make any sense anymore why I'm here. I'm making way more than I'm making, you know, doing this. The amount of time I'm putting in makes no sense. And it just wasn't adding up. And I have to say, I mean, the company I was working for, like, it didn't help that it was like a great company too, you know? And so all of those things. And then finally, in November of 2021, it might have even been the end of October, but I finally told them that I was going to be leaving and pursuing my business. And it was so scary. And so I needed to just share that part of it because in order to understand the freedom, you kind of have to understand the bondage in a way of what I was feeling. I felt like, you know, I had been working my whole life. That's just what we do, right? That's what we're told. We work for the man. We bring home a check and that's what we do. And so if I was doing anything different than that, it was this weird kind of mindset of like, you're failing, you're behind, you're not quite meeting the expectations of where you should be. And I always am trying to make my family proud. Like, that's just my thing. Like, I don't know if you're like that, but I feel like there's always this feeling in the back of my head of like, okay, am I making them proud? And I just felt like me leaving would be a disappointment in some ways, even though I know, you know, what's going on on my end of things and how things are looking and how it makes sense. But, you know, to explain that to like baby boomers, and then my parents aren't baby boomers, my grandmother is, but you know, like the baby boomer generation and even, I don't even know what the generation of my parents is. They were born in the 70s, but it's just a little bit different. We're kind of in like a different age now, right? And so it was that bondage, the bondage of having to show up for these meetings for my job, even though I just wasn't feeling it and having to, you know, do this work for them and I didn't want to. It just was so much and just pulling me away from the time with my daughter because like I said, there were times where the job had got so overwhelming. And even after they had switched me to something that was a little less demanding, it was still just like, like it was good for maybe about a month. And then I was like, okay, I still just want to leave. And so anyway, being home with my daughter, y'all, is by far the biggest blessing and the biggest example of freedom that I can give because when I was pregnant with her, I had no idea that this is, was going to be the path, that I would be a stay-at-home mom and that I would be doing this. When I first got pregnant with her, I hadn't even really been taking YouTube that serious at that time. It was just kind of a thing that I was doing. And honestly, 
I was looking into daycares around the area and stuff like that because I just knew I was going to be working. And so then when it didn't work out with my job, I was like, okay, this is weird. And I ended up being home with her the first year, but I felt like I needed to be doing something to bring income in. And so the first part of the freedom really is the freedom of your time. Um, I think just automatically that comes with the full-time entrepreneurship, depending on the type of business. I mean, I think it's going to vary based on what you're doing, because even when I was running my stationary business, there wasn't a lot of time freedom in that because I was constantly processing orders, hand-making planners. And at times when I was doing my subscription box, you know, working on that, packing those boxes. And there was a lot of labor in that, but there was also a lot of flexibility, which allowed for me to have the time freedom that I wanted. And so when you are thinking about wanting to start this thing, really think about what your time can look like ahead of time. You know, don't get in it and then be like overwhelmed and trying to figure it out, but really, ooh, you know, how could I really use this to my advantage to create more flexibility for myself and more time? How can I now take the things that I'm doing and make it make sense so that I can have more time with my family on the weekends or I can be home with my kids. I can have more time to do things I want to do or that I've always wanted to try, more time to travel, more time to see family, whatever it might be. There is nothing more precious than time. And so even with making money and all of that, I would take the time freedom, the time that I get to spend with my daughter every day, I would take that over anything because there is nothing that could ever take that experience away from me. There's nothing like it. And so I just wish for people in that alone, that equals happiness, that equals options that a lot of times we don't even realize is out there because we're so caught up in, oh, well, I got to go to work. You know, I got to be at this place from this time to this time. I got to get home. Okay, now I got to put dinner on the table and then we got to turn around and do it all over again. And so when you are in that mindset, it's even hard to imagine there being this other option for you. And so even for a lot of people I know that have now been able to work from home, it's even probably becoming more apparent to them as well that it's like, oh, you know, you can kind of really make your day. You know, like, yeah, you might have to show up for a meeting at a specific time and things like that. but for the most part, it could be a little bit more flexible, again, depending on the type of position. But just ask yourself, how can you create more time for your life? How can you move in a direction to be able to do what you want to do with your time? Because there's no way to get it back. If you are at a job right now that you hate or that is sucking the life out of you, and then when you get home, you don't even have enough energy for your children or for your husband, your spouse, your significant other, whatever the case may be, just really ask yourself, how could I move towards making more time? So even if you do find a position where you can work from home, that might be a change to make. Then that might allow you to have a little bit more time to grow your business, to grow your side hustle. So the freedom of time is, I could really leave it right there if I wanted to, because I think that there's nothing like it. And even this past summer, I've had a lot of personal things going on and I really needed a change of an environment badly. You know how sometimes you just feel like you are literally closed in and nothing just seems to be going right? Like that was my experience, <laughs> the first part of 2022. 
And so I decided that I needed to leave for a little bit, go to North Carolina, stay with my grandmother, which y'all like, she is just such a blessing. Her and my grandfather for allowing me and my daughter to come stay with them for a little over a month. Like it was amazing. And it was so needed for my mental space. But the fact that I was able to pick up, go to a different state for a month and stay there with them, that is time freedom. I didn't have to put in any notices. I didn't have to let anybody know I wouldn't be there. I didn't have to even wonder if that was an option because I was just able to do it. I was able to be flexible in what I had going on in my business and to make it work. And this is not at all to be like bragging or anything. And if you've been following me for at all, or even if you're new here, like just know that that is not my personality at all. I only share these things because I just want people to know that these options are out there because we all can just get so caught up in just what we are told that we don't even consider the freedom that we're missing out on. And so when you're thinking about this business that you want to start, there's so much tied to that. When I started my stationary business, I had no idea the level of impact that it would have down the line and that it would lead me to living this life that I live today. I had no idea. It was literally just an idea to create some planner inserts. And that was it. There was no like deeper meaning to it than that other than like, yes, I wanted to help women get organized. Okay. But that was really it when it started. It was just a fun idea, something that I was into at the time. And so this business could be that thing for you, but it could also be that thing that propels you to what you're really meant to do. So either way, it's this new piece of you that you're getting ready to add into the mix. And it's an exciting time. Another thing that I think is freedom of entrepreneurship is just your sense of self. You know, when we're talking about you possibly starting something that could change your life, that could change the life of other people, that could propel you to the next level. Like I was talking about in my year of disobedience episode, I'll make sure it's linked in the show notes. When you are pursuing something, we never know what part of our book it fits into, you know? Like you might be with someone and you think you're going to be with them for the rest of your life, or you might be in this job and you think you're going to retire from there. You may move to a city and think that you're going to be there forever. And then life starts to happen and you realize like, oh, this is not where I'm ending my book. There's another chapter. And so your business, you don't know how it's going to end up in your book. And so it's so important to take advantage of that and realize that you are adding this new piece to yourself. This sense of self is something that I was trying to figure out how to really put it into words. But I think the best thing I can say is that it is nothing like having your own thing. Even if you are working for someone else, to have that outlet of something that you are passionate about, that you love, that's making a positive impact. There is no better feeling. I can't tell you how confident I have become as a woman just in what I do. 
And I know a lot of times they say like, oh, you know, don't tie your work to your worth and all of that. And I don't necessarily think it's worth as much as it is just, wow, this is really a part of who I am. You know, it's so much deeper than that when you are really building a business of impact. You know, now if it's, you know, for some other reason, you know, I don't know. But I think having that, it helps you. I know my journey of entrepreneurship has grown me as a woman 10 times more than I could have ever imagined, y'all. Like who I was in 2014 when I first was really getting entrepreneurship to who I am today. Like she is a whole different person. I am living a whole different life from what I could have ever imagined. And every decision I made, every business that I started and failed or that I decided to stop, it all has led me to this moment and nothing was a mistake. It has just made me more sure of who I am and really given me a sense of self that I'm so proud of myself. You know, I'm so excited to see what's to come. And I want that for you. I want you to feel that and not saying you're lost or that you don't know who you are. Or maybe you don't, you know, like we're all on this constant journey of trying to figure out our truth and who we are. But having your own thing and when you are pouring your heart and soul into something that you love, it just gives you this extra layer of identity. And it's nothing like it. Like, it's such a special feeling and it gives you a freedom. It's again, it's another feeling of this freedom of like, okay, like I, I feel confident in what I'm doing. And it's not like that every day. You know, I question all the time this podcast, starting this podcast was scary for me. But the freedom that I feel in who I am and what I show up to do in this business, like, it's, it's like no other. Now, of course, it goes without saying that another form of the freedom is going to be income, extra income, and really just your earning potential is limitless, you know, whereas your job may say like, okay, you know, you're making $60,000 a year, that's it, unless you're getting a bonus or you're doing overtime or something like that, that's kind of it, you know, like there's really no extra things coming. Whereas with your business, you know, entrepreneurship is it's a, it's a roller coaster, okay? Like, I can't even lie. It is a roller coaster. You'll have months where you are like, woo, oh my God, like, I could just sit down and chill. Like, I can't believe I just made all this money. And then there's other months where you're like, oh, do I need to go back to work? <laughs> and, you know, that's all part of the growing pains of business, but... I will definitely say within the last year and a half, I can truly, no, shoot, two years, within the last two years, I can honestly say that the freedom of finances, um, the amount of money that there is to be made, y'all, you sleeping on it if you are not out here in these internet streets getting some type of something going, okay? You don't have to be a coach. You don't have to be a YouTuber. You don't have to sell stationery. You don't have to sell physical products. Like there's so many ways to make money digitally. It is not even funny. And I'm going to talk all about digital products in an upcoming episode. But 
there is a lot of money to be made out here. Um, saturated? No. I think that there's always room for people to come and start and grow and make some amazing income. Like, I'm talking amazing. And I know you've seen the videos of people making this crazy amount of money off of just like one digital product. And I think the biggest thing I would say about this is just that while I have said before that money does not equal happiness, it's not everything, it definitely does make it a little bit easier for you to see like, oh, you know, this thing is working out. Like it's something you can measure, right? You can measure that you have so much income coming in, how many people signed up for something. You can measure that. So it's very easy to see that, okay, this makes sense. And so I couldn't not mention money. <laughs> I had to mention it because it's so key to really seeing that, okay, this thing is happening, but it's not everything. Like I said, you know, if, at the end of the day, if you're happy, you're loving the, your days and you're getting to do what you want to do, to me, that in itself is enough. You know, if you're in the position to do it, but the income, I'm just so grateful to be able to do something that I love so much and get paid to do it and paid well, you know, and that all goes back to, you know, how you price yourself and price your products and services and things. But there's money to be made. That's all I'm going to say about that. But I think that when you realize that there's no cap on there and you actually physically live that and you see that. That's when you really will be like, okay, this is really something I'm trying to do for the rest of my life because I've seen it. I've lived it. You know, I'm not just hearing other people talking about it, but I'm really seeing like, okay, there is a lot of money to be made and I have made some of it. Like, I don't even know how else to really put it. It's just there's no better feeling to feel like you are being paid for your value, what you have to offer. and. It's such a huge part of the freedom. And then I think the last part of it, which is also that thing people always say, oh, I'm going to work for myself, is just that you have something you can control. There are so many times where I would be working, I mean, through the years, like even when I worked in retail, I had a cleaning position at Kohl's. I worked at Bath & Body Works. <laughs> I worked at Best Buy. I worked for Cold Stone. I worked at a collections agency. Like, I worked at all these different places. I was an administrative assistant for a number of years for a university. And in every job, I always thought I could be doing something else. I could be utilizing my time for something else. And you may have been thinking that too. And so even though full-time entrepreneurship may not be something that can be pursued right in this moment for you, I really think that having something of your own can be. And this is really what the Inspire Blueprint, what my brand, what I am all about is just that it can be so easy for us to get wrapped up in the identity of what everyone else is doing around us when you are involved in your kids' lives, you're involved in your significant other's life. You know, you're showing up to be a sister, a friend, a daughter. You're at work and you're doing everything you need to do for your boss and your team and all of these things. 
it can be so easy to feel like, you know, you're full because you're doing all these things for everybody else, right? And you feel like, okay, you know, like I'm here, like I am doing it. I'm, I'm in control and all this stuff, but really we can't control anybody but ourselves. And so to a certain point, it feels consuming and you are left kind of like, okay, well, what about me? If you are working for someone and they are constantly asking you, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Oh, and this too. And then you get home and your family is looking at you. Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Oh, and this too. Oh, and that. And then it's just the spiral. And then you're trying to show up for everyone. You leave little to no time to pursue your own thing. And so really the last part of the freedom is just that you have this reason now, this extra reason to be like, I am doing something for me. It's not necessarily self-care per se, but it's something that I'm passionate about. It's something that I feel is a purpose of mine. I know for me, I feel like I'm doing what I'm doing and I was placed here to do it. And so when you are in control of something like that, it goes back to that sense of self, but it really just, it just gives you something to truly hold on to and create and build legacy with like no other. And so that's really the last part of the freedom that I have felt personally, because having my own thing, it's just, it's refreshing, you know, it's nice to, after I've served people and I've helped others, and then I can sit down and be like, okay, well, now I'm working on my thing. Like, this is this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm growing. And there's just no better feeling of that. And it's no better feeling to know that you do have other options. So people act like they want to get out of pocket at work or, you know, things might be going left or whatever the case may be. You know, maybe you end up having a baby and now you're like, oh, I would love to stay home, whatever it might be. Now you have created this other option for yourself. And there is no better feeling than that. There is no better feeling than knowing you are not tied down to anything because you have created these options for you. And so the last thing I want to just say to close this out, I was working um, at the university I mentioned as an admin, or well, an admin administrative assistant. And there was probably about four or five of us. We all worked for different departments within the university, and we got a brand new um, university president. And so he was making it a point to go around, and he wanted to talk to every person that worked there, just kind of introduce himself, see what we liked, what we didn't like, and all of that. And so I told my husband, I was like, well, when he comes to talk to me, I'm going to tell him that these administrative assistants here don't get paid enough money because at the time, y'all, I was working about 35 hours a week, and I believe I was making $16.50 an hour. I think my checks were coming up after taxes and everything. I think I was getting maybe like $700, maybe $800. And so I was like, I'm going to tell him that we need to be making more money. And I'll never forget, he came in there and talked to me. He closed my door because I did have office. I felt really official because I did have my office and stuff. I felt like it was one of my first big girl jobs. And he, and I told him, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I really love it here. Everybody's amazing and blah, blah, blah. But I just feel like one of the missing pieces is just the, um, the pay. Like, you know, I wish it could just be a little bit more. And he told me that you can't rely on just this one thing. He told me stories about how he had multiple streams of income and multiple things that he pursued and, you know, he had rental properties and 
I think he had a business and he had left one university to come to this one and all of these different things. And y'all, I'm going to be honest, I he was going in one ear and out of the other because all I wanted him to tell me was that he was going to be looking to increase the pay, okay? And I was so mad when he left. I was like, what? How, how could he? And for a long time, I was really bitter about that. It wasn't until probably a good, let me see. So that would have been when I was working there. I started working there at the end of 2014. I started my photography business the following year. And I think he came around that time. So I was already doing photography and stuff. But I just was kind of offended by it, what he said, because I'm like, well, I should be making more, you know, like there's people making, you know, X, Y, Z in this field and blah, 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 and all this stuff. I didn't say that to him, but that's how I was feeling. And it finally hit me. I'm not even playing. It finally hit me about a year ago. I said that was in probably 2015 when I talked about that. It hit me about a year ago when I was like, oh, he was right. He was right. We want to create options for ourselves. We never want to be stuck with just one thing. Because that one thing, anything can happen. It could fall apart, you know? Like, if you are doing something with your hands and then you get injured, okay, now what? Or, you know, if you are working somewhere or something happens, now you don't have your car, okay, now what? Like, there has to be some options. There has to be some alternatives for you. And I think that's the biggest thing to take away from all of this is that entrepreneurship equals options. It equals freedom. It equals the ability for you to create a life and build a blueprint that you really desire for yourself. Ultimately, that is what I want for anyone that listens to this podcast is to realize that you can create options for yourself and for your generations to come. It doesn't have to just be this one way. It doesn't have to just be like, oh, you know, I'm going to work. I'm going to save, put a little bit in my 401k. Like, that's part of it. And I think that that is an amazing part of it. But it doesn't have to be everything. It doesn't have to be your all. And so I leave you with the question again of why do you want to pursue this business? Why do you want to possibly go full-time or possibly have this thing on the side? What is the real reason behind it? What impact are you trying to make within your own life and within others? Because that is going to be the part that allows you to create those options and create other options and think of other ways. I have to share at some point the different ways that I personally have made these multiple streams of income. The thing that I was offended about him telling me that I literally do in my everyday life. And I had to look up and be laughing because I was just like, wow, this man was he was talking some real to me, but I wasn't ready to hear it. So that's it. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. The freedom of entrepreneurship, y'all, it's multi-layered and we're just digging into the surface of it. But I am so excited for just continuing to share my thoughts about being a full-time entrepreneur and what that's meant for me and what it's looked like and really helping you to get your mind ready for your business, but also your heart ready and the strategy and the actions to take. So there's so much goodness to come. Thank you so much for listening. 
and I will catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Blueprint podcast. I hope it encouraged you in some way. If it did, please take a moment to leave a review and share your favorite moment. Lastly, come connect with me over on YouTube and Instagram at Tatiana Muse. Have an amazing day.